There is a thin veil that protects humanity from the horrors and darkness of the other. Within the other lives everything that our minds can bring to imagination. Or maybe it is not imagination at all, and just a thinly veiled reality that our mind cannot believe to be true. The veil is the will of humanity to protect the innocent from the dangerous and the horrible. A pursuit to ensure that the darkness of the other does not consume the world. The vanguard are those who uphold the veil, who know the truth of the horrors and fight it every day to protect the innocent. They must ensure that the balance is maintained and the darkness held at bay. We are the vanguard of the veil. Welcome everyone to another session of the Vanguard of the Veil, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast powered by the Apocalypse System. I am your keeper, Fred, and our pronouns are he, him. And joining with us today, Steph. Hey everybody, I'm Steph. I play Aramisia and our pronouns are she, her. Alex. Hi, I'm Alex. I play Deandra. I go by any pronoun and Deandra is she, her. Josh. Hello. My name's Josh, and I play Spin, and both of our pronouns are he, him. Matthew. Hey, everybody. I play Professor Gunderson, and our pronouns are he, him. And special guest star, Johnny. Bonjour. Je m'appelle Johnny. My character is Sam Adams, and we are both he, him. All right. Man, let me tell you, we are in a very interesting place. Yeah, we are. (laughs) A basement safe vault of a building housing the Vore Room. But uh, Matthew, why don't you uh, give us a little recap? Oh, you're you're being very presumptuous that I actually wrote a recap. And I did. <laughs> On the last episode of Vanguard of the Veil, Alexander Skarsgård tells the team to investigate Exeter, Rhode Island, a town historically known for vampires. He suspects that Necro Exorcist exercitis is operating there. Deandra's research leads her to believe that something will go down at the Vor Room, a sex club in Exeter. Upon arriving in town, the team heads to Jimothy's, a local pub with a vampire theme. There, the team, uh, the living team members make sure to get some garlic into their system however they can while questioning Ron, the barkeep, about the Vor Room. Once at the Vor Room, the team scopes out a back entrance to the building. Sam phases into the building and takes care of the guards inside. Deandra and Spin cosplay as guards and are able to convince another employee that they are just taking care of normal Vorroom business, which entails bringing intoxicated customers to the basement. Sam goes ahead of the group and makes his way into the vault, where a warlock stands over a man at the table. He turns to Sam, revealing that he is none other than Darko. I'm scared to die. So a little housekeeping. Um, So Johnny, your character was the one that kind of went forward and saw the warlock and this person on the table. Everybody else is kind of in the back of the room on the other side of this like sliding, you know, iron bar door. And then I think other than that, there were four doorways, two on each side of the hallway that kind of led into like personal bank boxes for like people who wanted to keep personal effects like more safe or whatever you enter into the vault safe room and you see in front of you the very man that took your life so long ago he holds a rod in his hand and wears the familiar garb of the warlocks that you've been chasing and before you now you realize that there is a person on the table at first glance you didn't recognize this person, but as you start to collect information, you can see that the person on the table is the very person that you have been looking for. It is Candy. Oh, hey. She is laying on the table in front of you. That's convenient. Now, you've been chasing the warlock Darko for a very long time. Uh, What is your first impulse? What do you do? Oh. Do you tell your group? What's going on? That Candy is here. Do you immediately attack Darko? Uh, well, 
want to say I would charge, but at the same time, I've been chasing this guy for ages, and I know he's powerful. I think I would yell at him to try to make the others hear me. Okay. What do you say? I'm going to try my best uh, Hobbs impression here. I'm going to fucking kill you. (laughs) Okay, so at this point, you you could act. Would you like to do something, or would you like to give the other players an opportunity to act? I will act. Uh, I think I will act. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to try something a little odd here. I'm going to use one of my moves called Unnatural Appeal, where I roll weird <laughs> instead of charm to manipulate someone. Okay, and I assume you're trying to manipulate the warlock? Yes. I want to uh, manipulate him to come toward me and away from Candy. Okay. Uh, Not necessarily chase me all the way back, but if I can, cool. Yeah, I'm going to try that. Great. Come at me, Darko. And that's cool. I rolled a three. (laughs) Plus three is six. (laughs) So unfortunately, that is going to be a failure. Okay. Damn. (laughs) So you will mark experience. You get experience, Uh, you're going to level up. Yeah. And as he looks at you, he goes, I don't know how you're able to transition into this whatever it is this apparition but i am going to end you today and he you can see like his rod starts to glow that's in his hand and you know that he's going into some kind of like magical incantation now the four of you you hear sam interacting with somebody on the far end of the room what do the four of you do? So we're not in the room? Are we outside a door? Yeah, this door's locked, right? Like, that's why we sent him in? No? No, so I I think it was open. The, the, I think everything is open, both the sliding door and the vault door, but you sent him into, like, recon, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, We. It was, I think you described it as, like, it was slightly open with, like, a crack of light yeah. coming out or something. Yeah. Uh, that place, uh, I'm fired up because this is very personal for me, so I'm going to, let's do this. And I'm a kick. I'm gonna try to kick the door open dramatically, but I still I have bare feet. It, I do it, not have it's shoes. A vault door. So it doesn't work very well. Also, that yeah. So she just oh. kicks it closed. And like I just sort of like push it. Yeah. Do Do you think the vault door goes in or it comes out? Like it. Pulls oh, it goes out. in. It absolutely goes. Oh, in. Okay. So I, I guess you could roll like it, like do you do you want that to be your move? Like you could like kick the door. Really don't. <laughs> okay. So you you kick the door and it like, although you expected it to swing open rapidly like you wanted, it's just, just, (laughs) it opens enough to where you can kind of see into the room and now you see a person's body on the table. You have not identified it as your mother yet. You see uh, Sam and uh, the warlock interacting with each other. And then you see this rod, this rod that is kind of like lighting up and you can hear this like infernal voice, this like language coming out of this warlock. What do you do? I, I yeah, I do not like uh, the look of that rod. So I'm gonna try to hex Darko. Okay. Using some, I also got a three, which oh, makes oh it a six. <laughs> Oh no! You guys might need to seduce your dice. I'm just saying. This one is just based off of like use magic. So Fred, there's a glitch that you get to pick off the use magic table. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I disagree on that being great. <laughs> okay, so um, as you use your hex power, which is you know supposed to have like a negative effect on your opponents, um, unfortunately your magic goes haywire, and you're not sure. If it's the presence of this other spellcaster, this weird rod that you get a very bad feeling about, or whatever, maybe you're concerned about your mother and where she is. Unfortunately, your magic draws immediate unwelcome attention, and flooding out of the four doors on either side of the hallway are what look like emaciated humanoids. They are just... Uh, Some of them are running on all fours. Some of them are running, you know, bipedal. And they are just flooding into this room. You can easily count seven of them coming in through various doors. And you are going to be accosted by these 
uh, creatures momentarily. I, I look back at the rest of them like, oops. <laughs> Spin, hmm? Deandra, Gunderson. Would anybody else like to go? Yes. Uh, I'm going to do something weird. I'm going to I'm gonna use magic. The weird rules have not gone so well <laughs> so but, far. Yeah, but I'm better than you at being weird. Uh, uh, Gunderson's going to pull off. It's a, it's a bow tie, but it's like a clip-on bow tie. And he's going to like talk into it and then let it go and it's a drone uh, but i'm gonna use oh. ma- i'm using magic and what i'm gonna try and do is i'm gonna have it go over to where candy is and i'm going to have it uh bar a place or portal to a specific person or type of creature so it's gonna like put a force field around candy so that darko can't affect her thankfully <laughs> i didn't fail that roll i got a nine yay yeah okay. interesting all right so it it works imperfectly. Uh, choose your effect and a glitch. And then, so I will say that um, the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention. <laughs> okay, so you're also Excellent. drawing immediate unwelcome attention. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, well, once the force field goes around um, this person on the table, which you couldn't have known that it was candy, but you assume is maybe some kind of unsuspecting, you know, uh, victim. This, um, this was some, un- like, unspoken thing between Artemisia and me and Sam and having talked to Skarsgård before. It's, it's all, it's all coming together. Okay, absolutely. Well, the unwelcome attention that you draw is coming from the inside of the force field. You see this person on the table rise up and start, like, scratching on the inside of this force field. And you can see that they have like elongated nails and maybe sharp teeth. And Fred always eyes. kills my mothers <laughs> in games. Fred hates women. <laughs> Good thing I got a backup. Thank God you have a backup. That's true. So, yes, this person, this creature, this candy is uh, currently trapped inside this force field, but is also protected. Uh, from outside influences. All right, Spin, Deandra, you see these ghouls flooding this hallway in between you and Artemisia. You can see that Sam and Artemisia are currently kind of locked in combat with the Warlock. What is your action? I am going to see Sam and the Warlock. Because Artemisia's at the door. I'm at the door. I see Warlock and Sam. Uh, My legs are going to do opposite of what my brain tells them and sprint full speed at the warlock and I'm going to do like a like a roll over the force field and put hands on the warlock in okay. a menacing way and by that I mean I'm gonna <clears throat> you know try to punch him in the chin okay so you want to attack it's I'm not gonna, like I'm uh, gonna whip that ass yeah okay so then go ahead and roll kick some ass I want to treat that ass is what I'm gonna do <laughs> that is a 15. Okay. 14. I only have a plus two. It's a 14. Okay. So that is uh, absolutely successful. Uh, Now on a 10 plus on kick some ass, you do get to choose an extra effect. So not only will you do your traditional damage, uh, you will also choose an extra effect. So I know like he's doing an incantation as I'm approaching him, right? Yes. I would like to inflict terrible harm in the hopes that it will interrupt the incantation. Got it. So what is the overall uh, damage? So I do, with my bare knuckles, uh, two harm that is magical and messy, and I ignore armor fully. Okay. And then you said you want to inflict terrible harm, so that would then up it to three points of damage, correct? Correct. Yeah, I want to do is is hit this guy as hard as I possibly can in, in the in the face zone to stop the incantation, hopefully. Uh, that's what I want to do. Uh, Sam, you kind of like blink and then I'm in front of, like I'm, I'm not there, you blink, I'm there and I've cracked this dude in the face with a punch. And I'm also buffered than you remember. Yeah, and this aluminum bat sound kind of cracks across this metallic safe room as his fist collides with the warlock's face. And you can hear just a, a small amount of just crunching bone. And when you retract your fist, you're just like, you have like a small splash of blood on your fist. 
and uh, you've done, you know, terrible harm. You've, you've struck him for three points of damage. Um, he is still casting his spell. Um, you have not been able to disrupt it, but uh, we still have Deandra to go. Okay, so the the creatures coming down on Artemisia, right? We see that happening. We see them coming, rushing from Absolutely. The, both sides. And it would be safe okay. to say that, like, even though Spin was able to kind of like quickly maneuver in front of them swarming this room, he's very fast. Um, it's what he's known for as an athlete. It would probably be much harder for you to like get in front of them. It would almost be like they're going to be in between you and you and Gunderson on one side and Artemisia and everybody else on the other side. Okay, so Artemisia is on the other side of them. E- correct. E- yeah, everybody else is. Sam, Artemisia, the Warlock, Candy. You and Gunderson are still kind of like towards the stairway where you enter, and they're flooding in in between you. Okay, but they don't seem to notice us because they're rushing towards Artemisia? Uh, yeah, that would be safe. Yeah, I would say that she's drawing that unwanted attention. I am going to look at Gunderson and say, sorry about this, and I'm going to try to attract all of their attention <laughs> towards us. What, what skill are you going to use? What I'm going to do, uh, I think... I'm going to try to like fire my gun into the crowd of them kind of to like draw their like not cause harm, but I'm going to try to protect Artemisia specifically. So I'm going to roll protect somebody. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Ah, uh, oof. I got a two. Oh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Oof. So is that two total? Um, well, my tough is minus one and I rolled three. Ah, okay. So it was two total. Okay, so you will mark experience. Now, your action does attract, like, two of them to you out of, like, you know, the the major group of of them, but the rest are still kind of flooding towards Artemisia, Sam, and Spin. Um, So you've kind of split the group, but you didn't get the full effect that you wanted. All right, I think that was everybody. So the warlock is going to complete his incantation. The ghouls start jumping onto uh, various hunters, um, and you are just in the midst of combat. So um, I will say two of them attack Deandra uh, because of your gunshot. Now, uh, do you have any kind of armor? No, absolutely not. Okay, so you'll take two points of damage, one from each of them. Okay, I am past that little line again. Does that mean I'm unstable? So you are unstable, which means that you're going to take a minus one. Um, One of them probably uh, bit your arm, and it's going to probably make you a little bit more unstable on the fact of shooting or reacting. Um, I would say... Three of them probably attack uh, Artemisia. So if you don't have any armor, you're going to take three points of damage. And then, uh, let's see. Two of them will attack Spin. Um, They attack you with one point of damage each, so I'm pretty sure you're completely fine. Yeah, I don't take any damage. And then the Warlock will drop the, the spell that he's been casting. So anybody within... Uh, the vicinity of uh, the Warlock, uh, which excludes Deandra and Gunderson, will take um, a Fire Blast, and uh, this attack uh, is going to do four fire damage. Now, if you have any kind of armor, if you have any kind of damage reduction, or if you have any kind of like magic resistance, um, then we can reduce those damage points. I'm down. So let's. So you're gonna take it. I, I have nothing. You have luck. You can use oh. luck to prevent damage. So you can use one luck point uh, to prevent all of yeah. that damage from one yeah, source. Yeah, I should do that because otherwise it's, it's bad. I would take one damage. You would take one damage. That is correct. Okay. If I'm already past the threshold of being unstable and I take one damage, do I then become unstable again? <laughs> yeah, technically okay. yes, because he heals the like wounds in the sense of the detriment but you will get that detriment back cool and then i think steph your character is is at unstable right because of the ghoul attacks i only have two boxes left okay now because of that attack though the two ghouls actually i would probably say like now for you artemisia i would assume you using the luck point you like probably jump back or roll kind of like out of the room in time for that blast to not hit you um so you're kind of like outside of the room 
Um, it'll kill the two ghouls that are on Josh, uh, and then probably one of the ghouls that are on Artemisia. So then, Johnny, oh, do you have any kind of armor or damage? Um, so <clears throat> I only have immortal, so I ha- suffer one harm less. So you take three points of damage. Yeah. Or you can okay. luck and take nine. Owie. That is fair. Ooh, I will try to luck. Yeah, so the luck is you have seven points of luck, you never get it back, and you just ignore the damage, yeah. correct? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay, so now it is your turn, um, or anybody's turn. What do you guys do? I feel like I need to heal somebody. Yeah, I was going to heal Deandra, or I guess you're with her, so if you get her, I'll get spin. I'm with her. The problem, I'm realizing, well, yeah, so if I use trust me, I'm a doctor, and I roll over a 10, I can heal two harm. Oh. I can heal two regardless with Okay, mine. yeah, because for me, just if I just use magic and roll weird, I can only heal one, but yikes. So I'm going to try and heal Deandra with my, trust me, I'm a doctor uh, skill. I just got to roll a nine or better. Yes. And not a two. Mm. Uh, yes. And I rolled a natural 12. Nice. nice. So I will heal right. two points of damage for you. Oh, well, thank you. Although, now, it does not take away your instability, though. That is important to know. He can only do one uh-huh. or the other. On a 10 plus, the patient is stabilized and yeah. healed of two harm. Ah, nice. Okay. Uh, so, you got rules lawyer, baby. Yeah. And that's not that's not an advanced thing. Thank God. Okay. What, what is your what is your doctorly advice? Take two and call me in the morning. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay. Right, take two swigs of this and call me in the pool. <laughs> okay. I, I literally give her a health potion. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so Deandra, since Gunderson went, would you like to take an action now? You feel somewhat invigorated. Oh, nice. Okay. Um. Yeah, so the the ghouls that were on that side of the room or have been killed now uh, via ex- the fireball? Except for two. There's four left. Two near you, two near them. Gotcha. Okay. And the sorcerer just like demolished them with a, a fire blast. Correct. Basically. Okay. And ah, shit. Okay. He, I'm going to try to like pot shot the sorcerer in the head okay. <laughs> from across the sure. room. Uh, and I'm not even going to bother rolling. I'm just going to use a luck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, we've had some friendly fire <laughs> a little bit. Um, yeah. And the, the Magnum does uh three harm. Okay. So, Although it has now taken up to six harm, it is still standing and he is now kind of like bleeding out of his chest. It looks like it is a very uh, bad wound and um, the the cloak or the, the robe starts to just get wet and saturated with his blood. But he is still wheezing and standing, um, but looks very, very bad. <laughs> got punched in the face, broke his nose by spin, and he gets shot in the chest by Diego with a magnum, and he's still standing somehow. Um, okay, so spin, Sam, Staff, who's next? Um, I will heal spin using okay. my new Dance Macabre ability. Hey! Oh no. Okay, so How the good is news it? is, he's, I still heal him too. Yes. Okay. And the other good what? news is I mark experience because <laughs> I rolled double ones. Oh no! So Wait. that means you take two damage. So I right? take two damage. So I am down. So, so it it still heals. Yes. So the power is the trade-off is she heals two no matter what, but depending on her roll, she takes damage. So on a partial success, she takes one point Wait, of damage, still heals So when two. you say down, like all of your... All of my boxes, boxes are full now. Yeah, so... Oh, God. You can't do that. So you, do what? You have to... She has to spend luck, right? Yeah, or you die. You yeah, die. Yeah, if you if, if you, you hit seven up, boxes, you're you dead. Okay. Yeah, so you would have okay, to... Because well, you're at five and you take two, is that what you're saying? Yeah, okay. If that's the case, then I won't... I, I wouldn't use that ability. Or, okay. I mean, if you, use, if you use the luck, yeah. then it's like rolling a 12. Oh, let, let's say you do that then. You could use your luck oh, to yeah. roll sure. perfect on yeah. it. That way you still heal 
And, then and I take none, yeah. Alright, yeah. cool. Okay. Ooh, okay. Up a lot Same. of luck. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so yeah, it's I, okay, I, you'll get it back. I, I no, blow a healing a healing band-aid scented vape cloud onto spin. He blows two HP. Listen, there's no way people aren't leveling up twice. Everyone's failed like eighteen <laughs> times. Can you can you get luck through level ups? Is that what you're saying? If you get if you have Is like a, one of the options, I think if you get a, a high I think enough one time, I and think it's, it's advanced one time. Yeah, the one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The one time. So yeah, you get one luck back. And everyone's leveling up like eight times after this. Super great. Well, except I keep using luck, so I'm not actually counting those missed rolls. Oh, that, yeah, that is fair. Yeah. You did not get experience yeah. for that. Though. Damn. Well, RIP. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Sam. Uh, so, are there a ton? There, we're just getting swarmed by these uh, ghouls or whatever. We're in the room, and he wiped all those out. The sorcerer fireball. Oh, there's there. none of the room. Okay. Yeah, there's four outside of the room. Oh, okay. So it's just you and me, buddy. Yeah, and I'm gonna punch him. Kick some ass. Ghost punch. Ghost punch. Yeah, put that thing on him. Come on, do something. Oh, God damn it. Um, that's a four. Oh, no. Oh, y'all. It's <laughs> a rough night. So, unfortunately, you're just overwhelmed with the thought that you are this close to finally enacting your revenge. Um, and it makes you uh, unable to connect. <laughs> I try to punch him, and I just pass right through him. Performance anxiety. <laughs> That's true. Spin. Listen, I'm going to do the same thing. Pretend like we're acting at the same time, to be honest. Uh, and I'm also going to throw a mean... Pu- In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to like think back to my like two weeks, one day each of the basic strip mall like karate that I've learned and I'm going to take a slightly more formal stance and then throw we say that more like did that while he was in college and he was with like a bunch of like 10 year olds oh yeah I wouldn't doubt it oh that's that's yeah I think that was the thought process (laughs) yeah I like because I know I can hit hard but I don't know how to hit hard so I just went to karate class to try to figure it out (laughs) so I'm going to throw like a very like you hear me like counting as I like take stance and then like rear up and throw the punch kicking ass today baby that is a 11 oh wow so that is a success um you do roll over a 10 you get to use an extra effect from your kick some ass i'll just do more terrible harm i'm gonna punch him straight in the bullet hole okay <laughs> make it go what in further oh in, in the bullet hole that the magnum shot him with yeah okay. I thought you were making like a dirty joke. <laughs> <laughs> the bullet hole. And Sam, it's going to feel weird for you because you accidentally went intangible and then you're going to feel my <laughs> fist fly through Ooh. you and crack into him. I feel like the vibrations of the metal or whatever. Yeah, yeah that aluminum sound just rattles through your body. It's yeah. great. In a cool way, not a harmful way. Yeah. So as you focus from your two weeks of strip mall karate lessons, you go into a stance and you place your arms in a certain position and when you punch, you strike for the very spot that is the most damp from the blood coming out of his bullet wound and you just strike true and your hand just literally goes into its body, just just widening the bullet wound and you push the bullet out the other side of this warlock's body. Oh, it's a grindhouse movie now. spray... A spray of hot, viscous, sticky blood splashes onto your face from the mouth of his warlock as his eyes just widen in just shock and disgust as he is like slumping onto your arm. He does not have the strength to hold himself up anymore. And the only thing that is holding him up is your fist inside his body. Do you pull your hand out? Uh, yes. So when the spray of blood hits my face, I scream and I yank my <laughs> hand back as a natural. Like, <laughs> as you yank uh, your fist out, the warlock's body just slumps to the ground in a very uncomfortable position as he is ass up face into the ground. Uh, and he is just stuck there like that. That's okay. kind of a comfortable position if you've ever. I am going to say uh, one of the warlocks goes in, attacks Sam. One of the warlocks attacks Artemisia. Wait, Not warlock warlocks, ghouls. Ghouls, ghouls. Mm. And then two, I'll say one attacks Gunnarsson and one attacks Deandre. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any armor, Gunnarsson? No, no right? I don't. You take uh, one point of damage. Deandre, one point of damage. Yeah. Sam, no damage because of uh, your 
uh, what was it called? Immortal? Immortal. Uh, uh, yeah, Immortal. Staff, you take one point of damage as well. All right, so now it is your guys' turn. There's still four active ghouls. There is a force field around what looks like a vampiric candy, and then you also have a dead warlock on the ground. Hello, can I immediately act again in this popcorn Absolutely. scenario? I will, you know, let Sam blink, and then I'm gone, and I'm going to be using protect someone on Artemisia, which gives 10. Okay. <clears throat> so on this, um, so you're going to suffer any harm that they were going to get on the next turn. So if they were to continue to attack, you would then just absorb it all, which wouldn't harm you because yes. obviously they're not doing enough harm to get through your personal armor and damage resistance. Yes. Okay. So for now, Artemisia is protected. <clears throat> Anybody else want to go? I'm going to boldly attempt to use my syringe on the ghoul that's on me. Okay, what does your syringe do? Uh, it, it gives the drugged effect. Okay, all right. Sleep juice. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's kind of what I was thinking. And also, I get a minus one. Maybe I want some experience. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he got his wish. Uh, I rolled a. A total of a three. Okay. Everyone's leveling up like seven times after this. (laughs) Me. Because I missed the episode where I could have leveled up, I absolutely will be leveling up twice. Um, All right. Deandra, Sam, or Artemisia? I'm so afraid to roll dice. (laughs) Uh, You and me both. I'll do something. Um, I'm going to read a bad situation and uh, yeah, I'm going to read a bad situation. I'm okay. going to roll. I got an 11. Great. Uh, I'm going to ask, are there any dangers we haven't noticed yet? Good question. Yes. Okay. No, don't say that. <laughs> in, in one of, in, 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 well, I'm going to say this for you, Alex. Um, the warlock is not dead. Okay. You have killed the warlock, but he is not dead. None of you have investigated this mystery to find out how to defeat the monster. Right. So you haven't figured out how to kill this monster, and now you realize he will either reappear somewhere else or rise up from the ground, and you still don't know how to defeat him yet. This is bullet hole. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So investigate a mystery or connect the dots is the only way you're going to be able to understand how to truly vanquish this foe who dropped very quickly and easily. I mean, you're all very formidable. Right. It was easy. Okay. I mean, it was easy. The ghouls were the the hard part. Okay. All right. Because the enemy were them them holds. Can I? You're sitting on? Yeah. So I do actually. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, I, I have one for um, connect the dots. Is that something I could do now in the moment? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Because, I mean, you're already using your turn to read a bad situation. But okay. connecting, you, you, this is all kind of just like, you're not really doing an attack or anything like that. So that's fine. Okay, yeah, I'll, you, I'll, I'll do the Sherlock Mind Palace situation. And I'll start connecting the dots um, and try to try to figure out what we need to do here to dispense with the warlock so you you recall hearing stories about this death cult and knowing about spellcasters you are aware that there is some kind of like phylactery here something that needs to be destroyed for the warlock to be destroyed think of like a lich right so you can kill the lich but the lich will not be destroyed unless this thing is destroyed. It has to be close by. Okay. Can I act on top of doing that or is reading the bad situation my whole action? Correct. Now, yeah. So giving you the read a bad situation and connecting the dots. Now you could ask the rest of your questions like if you wanted to read more of that bad situation, but you won't be able to act on top of it. Okay. All right. So no, I like that used my hold. I only had the one for the connect the dots and the and I just all right. Cool. I'm, I'm good. Who's next? All right. I would like to use Dark Negotiator to yell these ghouls out of the room. Uh, So Dark Negotiator allows me to manipulate monsters if they can reason and talk. Okay. I I would say that's a possibility, so go ahead and do your uh, move. 
All right, that's a 10 plus 3, 13. Okay, so you are uh, successful. Um, so you are able to... What, what do you say? What, what do you think, like, will um, make them leave? So I, I think I go into weird ghost mode where I just kind of, like, expand and, like, do... Like, make the room spooky and just say, out, and make them all, like... So I, I would consider these ghouls kind of like minions, so that's fine. I'll allow you to manipulate all three of them that are left over. Uh, is it three? There's four, so all four of them that are left over. And uh, you will uh, essentially intimidate them kind of like towards the stairway. And they're kind of like doing so kind of timidly, but they are leaving because they have seen their like master die. They saw the master drop, right? So they're like, okay, this might be too much. And there's this crazy ghost from like the 1700s here. And, and so I, wanna, I want to it to be like away. my body is all mist and my face just like flies toward them, toward the stairwell to like whoosh them away. And, and, and with that, they are all just like running up the stairways on all fours. And uh, your, your group is battered and beaten and kind of like bleeding out on the ground. Um, was there anybody else left? I think it was just Artemisia, right? I haven't gone yet. You, yeah, you haven't gone yet. Yeah. Uh, if the ghouls are gone, and to my perception, the wizard is down, I am going to sit down on the floor for a minute. Okay. I am. You could you very could injured. Magic. You could use magic to heal yourself. But then I would like, have not, to roll dice. That's macabre. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, the, al- the alternative is I roll dice. <laughs> I'll try to just like close up some of my wounds with regular magic. There we go. That's a 14. So you will um, heal yourself and you can, yeah. So take one point of healing. Great. And, and zero glitches. Slightly less time. So dying. nothing bad happens. And as you do so, you hear what sounds like footsteps coming out of one of the rooms. And you can see next to Gunderson, this person come out and it is the warlock just the way he is still slumped on the ground over there with the rod but an exact same version of this warlock comes out of one of the side rooms and just places his hand on Gunderson and touches him oh come on Gunderson you're going to take two points of damage it's it's like a necromantic life drain and you can see like your life force is flowing into him does do you drop because of it no i am unstable okay. though okay i don't like it you take minus one to all of your rolls i hate that oh okay so the warlock darko is back in the room even though a dead version of him is still in the vault with the rod and you are all kind of like looking at him Astonished. What do you do? I, I would like to roll investigate a mystery. Okay, go ahead and do so. <laughs> okay. Um, I got I got a uh, 12. Not a natural roll 12, but I up to a 12. Okay, so you could ask any two questions you'd like. Does, is the rod the special item because the other one doesn't have one? Like, that's what I'm investigating. The differences between the two dudes okay. is the one on the ground has a rod. Is that rod the Horcrux? <laughs> no, it is not. The The reason, like, it, so the, the ability for it to come back, it, mm-hmm. like, comes back, but this rod that it was using, which you'd assume is some kind of magic item, uh-huh. didn't, like, you know, come back with him. But it, it, it isn't actually, like, the Horcrux. Okay. I get, okay, so that was my first question. My second question is, what, well, what is it? <laughs> so, so in your vast kind of like knowledge, your your research, you know, your late nights reading magazines and, you know, the back of newspapers, finding hidden information. And, and just from just working with many other hunters, you know that uh, spell slingers can utilize a part of their body and like imbue it with their life force. So there is probably like a heart in a jar somewhere in this room that you must locate and destroy before it can die officially. Okay. All right. Um, 
since I was the first to go in our group, I will try to communicate that in as few words as possible while this thing is trying to drain life from Gunderson. Um, okay. I'm going to say something to the effect of uh, Warlock store body parts and jars. He's going to keep coming back. Find it. Fred, could I use my tune in ability to focus in on the phylactery? Like it's... Oh, absolutely. Okay, cool. I'm going to do that then. One, you put a heart in the jar. Kiss my dice. But you're Kiss my dice, but. the heart. So eight plus three, so that's an 11. So that is... So I get to hold three. Uh, excellent. Okay, so question one. Where is this creature right now? Which would be the heart. Like the, 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 okay, the phylactery. So the, the, yeah, where is it? Where yeah. is it? So the very room that he came out of, the room to the right-hand side of this hallway where the personal bank boxes are, you can f- sense this like immense amount of just magic, big magic emanating out of this room. So you have to assume that he came from the very room that his phylactery is in. So it is there in that room. Okay. Uh, next to Gunderson. Second question. Who is it going to attack next? It, probably... Deandra or you know maybe spin I think spins probably the biggest threat but it also has it, it, Sam it, it's tough yeah I think it's everybody okay okay so I I'm gonna I'm gonna keep one hold uh, and then I'm going to holler to everybody it's in there spin guard Deandra let's let's go get it and right. I guess if I can move I will try to go to the other room and, sure. uh, yeah. Okay, so we still have Sam Spin and Gunderson. I'll go. Um, I know you said to protect Deandra, but the good Doc is uh, in in an entanglement right now. So I will do both. I have decided that the best way to protect Deandra is to uh, restrain or hold back the enemy, uh, and to do so, I will need to protect uh, Gunderson. I will roll protect someone on Gunderson. And I get a plus one on these. Eight plus two is ten. Okay, so you are successful. So you can have as one of the extra effects, all impending danger is now focused on you. And therefore, you know that if it attacks again, it'll probably focus on you. Is that what you desire? Yeah, so basically what my... The visual is I uh, full speed dash... And I'm going to just like rising knee this thing away, like kind of like hit it. It doesn't do damage. It, it can, whatever you wanted to do. But I just like crack it with my knee to kind of put distance between me and Gunderson and the warlock. So I'll like land in between and then just kind of like, you know, get nice and tangled up and cozy so that it's not going. It's yeah, it's 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 all me. It's that's all okay. I can focus on right now. Yeah. And, and that aluminum so. sound goes off and my knee hits it. Yeah, and you you're able to get its full attention um, as you're just kind of assaulting it, right, and trying to get it away from Gunderson. This frees up Gunderson and Sam to act in this round. I think I too would head for the room, uh, trying to take a short cut through the wall, I guess. <laughs> so you could maybe do an investigative mystery, and then one of the questions can be like, "Where is this item?" I will investigate a mystery. Yay. Yeah, that's 11. Okay, so you are successful. You get to hold two. Where does thing at? Um, you're able to <laughs> you're able to sense uh, energy coming from one of the back personal bank vaults. Um, that is where it is. You know where it is now. Uh, and you said I get two questions? Yep. What does the container look like? Um, it is probably some kind of like old um, wooden box that has like gold um, metal wrappings around it. Uh, and within that box, you know that this warlock keeps his heart uh, that is still beating. And one of the things that it has to do is continuously kill people to like douse his heart with blood. Okay, make a beeline toward that. Okay, so you have that box now. You you can use your next turn to destroy that box or somebody else who hasn't gone can use their turn to destroy that box because now you have it in your possession. Gunderson. All right, Gundy. Hello, I'm Gunderson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and heal myself. Do it. Fair. Uh, I'm debating whether or not I want to roll... 
I want to use some luck on this or not. And I think I'm not going to. Maybe just try and kill myself. Ha! That's cocked. And that is a seven. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean for your move? Uh, I think it means I just. Uh, I think it's heal just. Heal a harm or a stability, right? Yeah, heal one harm or stabilize the injury. I'm going to stabilize the injury. Okay. Okay. So then the warlock is going to act. And it is going to cast a wall of fire that hits you, spin, but also separates everybody else in the room from the two of you. So essentially, you and it are kind of like in this fire cage, and you are going to take four points of damage. So, so one. <laughs> one point of damage? Yes. I headbutt him. Okay. Just as like, like, a flavor thing. Oh, heard. You break his nose again, and he just starts like gurgling <laughs> on his blood. God damn it fucking college kids. Okay, so it has done its act. It has separated the two of you. It has focused everything on you, Spin. What is everybody else doing? Smash that box. What, who, okay, is that you? So me and Sam are in the other room and he has the box. Correct. So I'm gonna like rip it open and I would like to stab the heart with my rhinestone hunting knife. (laughs) Okay, okay, and you do so. You do so without even having to roll. It is a very, you know, simple task, right? Could you imagine? (laughs) (laughs) I would stab myself. It's got really high decks. Get my own thigh, take two damage, (laughs) die. (laughs) Your rhinestone hunting knife pierces the soft, spongy flesh of this person's heart. It pierces through the old dark wood that encases it and that sticks into the table below it uh, that is in this room. Um, you see the the blood, it, it's pumping, the heart is still pumping and you can see that it starts to slow down and as it does like the liquid, the blood drains out of the heart and the heart starts to just like dehydrate as if it's getting older and older and smaller and more frail and the heart just turns into this like husk, uh, you know, just a dried piece of flesh that is no longer alive and looks like it could be several hundred years old, and it is now just pinned uh, to the table. Is he dead? Did he die? He is still uh, up and, and, and running, so... But he just had a heart attack. Yeah, that is fair. Anybody else want to do anything? He's good and tangled up. I'm still holding him. Okay, I and we're separated by a wall of fire, right? That is correct. I'm going to reposition his body into the fire. Okay. Does that kick ass? That is kick some ass, and you would have to roll a 10 plus to force them where you want them. Oh, shit. But he's still with you. Oh, fuck, I saw that but minus one. If he one. still kicks Damn. some ass, okay. he can still do damage, right? Yeah, I mean, yes. it's probably... I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're still doing damage and forcing them where you want That is... NASA 9. Okay. Um, so you're able to... Uh, do great damage to it, right? You're still doing your, what is it, two points, three points of damage? Two damage, ignore armor, yeah. Yeah, so you still harm him, but you are unable to get him to where you want him to, and he is just kind of like going back and forth with you, and he is still uh, up. Yeah. I'll give him two fun punches to the rib. You hear just cracking ribs and moving up bat sounds. Okay, who hasn't gone this round? Is I haven't. Everybody? No, I haven't okay. gone yet. Um, is there a clear shot to the guy through the wall of fire, or is it like obscured enough that like I might just be in spin in the face if I try to well, shoot? Yes. So it, it is obscured enough to where if you fail your roll, you can absolutely hit spin. Okay. I'm going to head over to the where the bow tie force field is keeping the. Um, the, the the vampire person. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go investigate that. Um, okay. Because, like, if, uh, I'm just going to shoot spin probably. If I, <laughs> I don't want to do that. So I'm going to... You can use a luck point. Uh, I don't want to take away his glory. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head into that room uh, at the moment to see if there's any anything else that is dangerous or coming or down any of these hallways, like just kind of making sure that we're safe. Yeah. So you observe this force field and it's still hitting this person down. 
we have come to believe is Artemisia's mother, Candy. Um, they do not seem to be aware of who they are. They're almost kind of like feral at this point, and they are just trying to uh, get out of the bond of this force field. Um, more than likely, you know, you'd probably have to subdue this person somehow, you know, tie them up or something to maybe prevent um, from them harming you guys. Um, or, you know, maybe Artemisia will be able to uh, manipulate them into not attacking you. But you feel like once you let this force field down, it is a vampire. Right. Okay. Do I know how to kill vampires specifically? <laughs> like what works? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, sunlight, decapitation. Okay. You're, you're to full the heart. of garlic, so it's going to be right. first to get Yes, yeah, that yeah. is fair. <laughs> I am full of garlic. All right. Okay. All right. So that's... I guess that'll be that'll be my go. That'll be my turn. All right, Sam. All right. After uh, witnessing this shriveled heart raisin, um, Sam's gonna leave the room and come out and see. Is Spin like pinning him to the ground, just, like bludgeoning his face, kind of thing? We're probably both on our feet. Okay, um, he's still up. All right. He's still up, yeah. And I, you, you probably would have caught me like, cra- like, do two good jabs to the ribs okay. that are very loud and dangerous sounding. Uh, Sam will come up behind uh, Darko, and I guess I'm gonna roll kick some ass. I either want to like choke him out or punch him in the back of the head. I don't know. Oh, come on, Full Nelson, get your now, revenge. Re- now remember, you can't use a luck point to automatically succeed at a roll. There's two benefits to luck points to avoid all damage from a source or to automatically succeed on a roll. Okay. That's a fantastic idea because I don't trust these dice and my kick some ass is not great. So, yes, oh, I will use luck, come up behind him, and for flavor, maybe I can do like a ghost bubble around his head to kind of okay. choke him out. Suffocate, yeah. So, with your success in the use of the luck point, you just pass through the fire and without any harm, of course, and you materialize uh, right behind this warlock who is currently uh, in the grips of combat with Spin. Um, You place your arms around his neck to kind of like control and restrict him, and then you also kind of start to expand your body like you did earlier to cover the... Uh, mouth in, in the passageway of its air, and you start to suffocate him, and you start to pull backwards uh, as you whisper into its ear, and you start to pull it into the flame that does not affect you, but starts to just immediately burn off the robes as his skin starts to blacken and blister, and it is starting to just combust uh, uh, within your grip. What do you whisper into its ear as you destroy the warlock, Darko? Darko, you took everything from me, and now it's my turn. And with that, the man that was known as Warlock Darko burns and just turns into a hard, charcoal-like caricature of what he was, and you let go and it drops to the ground and it just kind of like turns into just cooked ash. You feel relief. You feel redemption. You feel a weight that's lifted off of your shoulders, Sam. And now you don't know what's going to happen next. You are at a point that that has been driving you this entire time. And now that that point is completed, now that you have defeated the man who took your life in so many people's lives over the years, the hundreds of years since your death. Now you're kind of at a loss of what your next step is. But before you think on that, you look into this room and the fire dissipates as the warlock dies. And all you could do is you can see just the smoke coming off of this body. The rest of you can smell the charred human flesh from the flames. Um, and also, uh, the force field, uh, in the back of the room drops and you can see this like feral vampire start to kind of like stand up on this table and just kind of go into a low crouch, uh, right in front of Deandra. 
What do you guys do about the vampire? I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> like, not that it's a vampire or it's my mom. So I'm going to, like, kind of stumble out of the side room. I'm very injured. Uh, and, like, yeah, I don't know. Just, she's going to, like, walk out and, like, see it and just then just, what the fuck? And you are immediately assaulted with the image of your mother who has been twisted into this vampiric creature. You are not sure if your mother is remaining or if this thing has fully turned, but you can see that there is just this feral just visage coming off of it. It, it is probably just sizing everybody up, ready to pounce and maybe drain the blood from whoever is closest. Is is there like a chair or anything in this room? Sure. Okay, so um, I would like to take my turn to smash a chair and like so I have chair pieces and then I'm going to run them over to spin <laughs> and say stab that thing real hard in the chest with this. What? Uh, oh, but what? No, it's my mom. Okay. Spin says confused. I don't I don't know what to do, but like not that maybe. I didn't know it was your mom. Cool. Spin is going to like you see Spin's face like he wants to process information. But his body is like, uh, defender mode, buddy, go. And he zooms in to the, essentially the same as before, but just entangle up with the vampire okay. rather than uh, the other, the warlock, uh, which will be I'm rolling to protect someone. Great. And someone being everybody. <laughs> That's fine. All right. So I negate the minus one. This is a. 10. So you are successful. And now all impending danger is now focused on you. And as you go to pin its arms along its side by holding this creature, because although Deandra has given you the tools to which you think, hey, I've seen vampire movies before. He, she probably wants me to stab her in the heart. That's how I kill a vampire. But in the back of your head, you hear Artemisia commenting like, this is my mother like we can't kill her so you go against your instinct and you just pin her arms down but as you do so you give this creature the opportunity to bite down on you and it is now sinking their teeth into your neck and you're going to take three points of damage which is negated by your armor and your immortality but it still does this act. You have taken one bite. Now, now you have the option. Well, everybody else has an option to do something. Maybe help you <laughs> subdue this creature somehow or decide to kill it. But if none of you act and one more round comes and you are still holding this person, then they might bite you a second time and you continue this process. So. What does the rest of our group do? I'd like to read a bad situation. <laughs> Go ahead and do so. Did you fail? And Are you about to level up again? And that's a three. The most leveled up guest star ever. Uh. <laughs> so unfortunately, you are unable to even comprehend or read this situation. I think that you're overwhelmed with the fact that you have finally vanquished your foe. And then to see Candy in this state, who was your hunting partner for a while and to see Artemisia kind of torn between duty and family you are unable to act somebody else will need to act I'm going to use see it all fits together to uh, use my sharp instead of charm to manipulate (laughs) Artemisia (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I'm going to give her the it's no longer your mom's beach. There's no cure for this. We hunt these things for a reason. She's gone already. That kind of shit. Um, so I'm going to give that good old speech. Okay, go ahead. Oh, goodness. I <laughs> uh, got a six total. Great. So unfortunately, you have failed and you will take... Uh, a uh, plus one experience, but you are unable to convince Artemisia uh, that there is no hope. Now, you have to remember that you are familiar 
with the fact that there is a ghost next to you that is a hunting partner. Um, and, you know, there, there have been other interactions, a constructed gargoyle. Um, and, and for you, Deandra, you even know that, you know, in the past you have uh, involved yourselves with people that might have had demonic possession or divine origin. I think you probably, in the back of your mind, think like, you know, there could be a possibility. You know, maybe this person can be not a monster, but this isn't the time for that to be shared. Gunderson? All right. Artemisia? I got a question. Yeah. If you shoot me, is vampirism a curse? Ah. Uh, okay, well, how about this? In this case... I'm going to say yes, because I believe that the warlock has created this within this person. It wasn't like a normal situation. Because he wasn't like, a vampire. He was not. This so is he must have cast a spell. <laughs> yeah, this, it was like a spell maybe cast on them. So maybe it was a curse. Why do you I ask? Am, I, because one of the effects I can choose with use magic is to remove a banish a spirit or curse from a person. Yeah, so go ahead and do so. I'm gonna get out my... It's a... Uh, <laughs> it's a... Uh, like a, a garlic, garlic oil. Spray? Like, it's, it's like a garlic it's, banaca? It's, no, it's not banaca. Garlic it's essential like, oil? It's not, no, it's not garlic oil. It's like space. Okay. Garlic, garlic base. Garlic Can I help spray. out? Sure, sure. Okay, so I will like like see what Gundy is doing, and I'm like, okay, that doesn't look like murder. I'm a help Gundy, so I will like come help hold her down more or something. Yeah, tell me what you roll on that. I got a nine. I think I still get a plus one for that. Uh, yeah, you get a plus one, but I expose myself to trouble or danger. That's great. <laughs> As if I wasn't already in a lot of trouble. Well, that's a nine. Okay, so there's a glitch. There is. And, oh man, I can't have it deal me harm. <laughs> Dude, I, I, get to, I get to choose it. You yeah. don't get to choose it. The keeper will decide what effect the glitch is. Oh. What if the glitch happens to me because I I helped out and like exposed myself to danger? Oh, no, 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 wait. I, I, choo I choose the effect and a glitch. You choose what effect the glitch has. Okay, what does that mean? Choose, I so I choose the glitch and you say okay. you say what it does. Okay. okay so I sure. say the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. Because I want it to have it deal damage to me. Yeah, but that immediate unwelcome attention could be the vampire attacking you. Yeah, but then I'll just I'll uh I'll use a luck roll. Then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Artemisia sees what you're about to do and she moves up to help distract um, this vampire, her mother, Candy, so that you're able to spray it with your weird science garlic pepper spray. Yeah. <laughs> it's got like silver in it too. As you do so, um, you are essentially looking to lift a curse, right? And on your yes. roll, <laughs> it works imperfectly. Um, and you immediately draw unwelcome attention. Um, as you do so, you can see that this has kind of knocked Candy out, and uh, you, all of you can kind of sense, like, a calm that comes over Candy. She is uh, kind of like in a stupor, and... Uh, other than maybe her closing her eyes, you feel like, oh, the effects of this curse is being lifted. But the immediate and unwelcome attention that you draw is you have replaced this curse. And now this curse is going to fall on one of you. And that's where we're going to end it. Hey everyone, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to our new Geek Link project, Vanguard of the Veil. Vale. If you're interested in learning more about our podcast, follow us on Twitter at Vanguard Vale, 
If you want to hear more shows like ours, then check out Cthulhu and Friends and Greeting Adventurers, which is a part of the Geekly Inc. network. If you want to follow the people that creates this show, you can follow the keeper, Fred, at I Think I'm Fred. Professor Gunderson is played by Matthew at Matthew M. Morris. Deandra is played by Alex at Happy Pute. Spin is played by Josh at Josketh. Artemisia is played by Steph at Steph O. Kingston. Samuel Adams is played by special guest star Johnny Scott at Solvent Bubbles. Our show is also edited and produced by Kieran at Mr. K underscore Bennett, and all music and sound effects are courtesy of Epidemic Sounds. <laughs>